Hello, podcast people. Welcome back to Modern Wisdom. Today, it is the return of Life Hacks. I am incredibly excited to drop this episode today, not least because it features Johnny and Yusuf from propanefitness.com, but also because it is brought to you by the Six Minute Diary. Very kindly, the guys from Your Best Self who make the Six Minute Diary have given me two to give away for free. All you need to do is leave a review on iTunes. I'm going to guess that might be where you're listening. If not, grab someone's MacBook, jump on and leave us a review. And I'll go through and choose two people to win one at random. So shout out to the Six Minute Diary for that. On to today's episode. It is monstrous. We go through how whitening your teeth can be an instant upgrade in attractiveness, how to automate tracking your weight, YouTube hacks, how to find the best meal in a restaurant when you're abroad, how to ensure that you're not being uh, snided with your bills by companies who do phone contracts and utility contracts, and all of that good stuff. As per usual, all of the products that we talk about will be in the show notes below, and if you follow those links onto Amazon, you will be supporting the podcast at no extra cost to yourself. But for now, it is life hacks time. Bring it on, Johnny and Yusuf. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. I'm joined by Johnny and Yusuf from propinfitness.com, and it's life hacks 108. Big one. Uh, thank you very much to The Protein Works for sponsoring the last episode. If you want to grab any of the products that we mentioned in that episode, it is in the show notes below. And today, the lovely people from Your Best Self are giving away two six-minute diaries. You'll have heard us speak about the six-minute diary six minute before. Diary. You'll have heard us speak about them before. Uh, if you want to get into journaling or you already do it and you want to level it up, or you've already got a six-minute diary and you just want a new one, there's two of them available here, one in blue and one in pink, and we're going to give those away. I didn't know they had came in colours. Well, to the lucky boy and girl who... Why do I have to be boy and girl, then? I might oh, switch oh, it around. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to enter, all that you need to do is leave a review on iTunes. I'm not going to say that it has to be five stars because I'm pretty certain that's against their terms of service. But, oh, bollocks. yeah, I mean, let's, let's be realistic here. If you leave a one sure, star... It's going to be less likely that you're going to get the diary, but you don't have to leave. You can leave whatever you want. Um, head on to iTunes and uh, leave a review on the Modern Wisdom podcast. And if you are listening on any other device, go on a MacBook, borrow someone else's MacBook, and log in on, on sort, iTunes. Yeah, sort it out. Sort your life out. Yeah, um, we'll be giving away something on the next one. Maybe something that's on Stitcher or. Yeah. whatever people on Android use. Um, so, yeah, we also said that we were going to choose a winner right, from, to ask that. from last time for £150 of Protein Works. And I think it needs to be Daz Charles, otherwise known as Darren Morley, on YouTube, who suggested the Aldi low-fat ready meal range. And most ready meals are really crap. I tried these out and... I have to say, very impressed. Oh, lovely. Really? Fantastic. I'm so glad yeah. Aldi have got on the... I think he sent... He actually sent in some suggestions of which ones he liked the most. Uh, yeah, I remember seeing that. There was three in the comment. Five bean chilli, sweet potato curry, and Moroccan vegetable stew. Uh, he also suggested microdosing LSD. 
Um, which terrible idea. We did. <laughs> what was it that you said? Eat. It's the equivalent of eating some nuts and bolts in an effort to try and up your iron content. Yeah, it's, wow. it's exactly that. Like it's such a sledgehammer of a thing to do to take for, a little bit off. Like I know it's really popular and fancy in Silicon Valley, the same way that like avocado is is good for the gym and stuff. But um, <laughs> but, but but it is a very powerful, potentially destabilizing molecule that we don't hasn't really been like rigorously tested with people at least caffeine you know what you're getting and it ultimately the people say they take they microdose and it has a similar effect to caffeine so just take caffeine yeah, yeah. Um, stop it Dan. other other notable ones sarah charlton Sorry, Darren, but stop just, it can't be can't be dealing with this other notable ones sarah charlton kretschmer um when taking pills chin up for tablets and chin down for capsules because tablets sink while capsules float. That's someone who knows their tablets. Know their fucking tablets. Oh, someone suggested... What? Why does it make any difference? Well, because you Just need to get... So if you have something that floats and you tilt your head back, yeah. it's going to be at the front of your mouth while you're trying to swallow water. Uh-huh. Whereas if you do it with something that sinks, it'll be fine. And if you do the reverse, it'll be fine. Although tr- tilting my head down mm. and trying to swallow yeah. is quite difficult. Uh, game. I, also, I don't think the buoyancy of the of the capsule is stronger than your capacity. I'm, I'm annoying, Chris. I can Diet tell you hack: uh, low <laughs> uh, low soup and rivetas. No, um, no. Yeah, get some powder-free nitrile gloves for the kitchen uh, for all meat preps. So no hand washings needed. We already talked about this. You just need to use scissors single hand. Still got to handle the meat. I never touch meat. I just I just dip it into my pressure cooker. It's already chopped. You can buy. You can now buy pre-chopped meat. So the butchers have their nitrile-free gloves. Nitrate. Life hack. Nitrile. <laughs> uh, life hack. Um, dry socks quickly by putting a hairdryer in them, drying about twenty to thirty it seconds. Looks hilarious so, as well. So, so I think <laughs> does that break a hair? You know how sometimes hair dryers. Yeah, I think it does. Yeah. I think like it would blow yeah, up. Yeah, bang. Yeah. Big bada boom. Some of these life hacks are dangerous. Yeah. Dangerous, um, my, dangerous. my advice would be, if you want to find out more of these submitted life hacks, head to Lifehacks 107. Link will be in the show notes below. And just, Aldi ready meals, yes. Microdosing LSD. Yeah. You need to have a look on it. And blowing up your hairdryer. You need to go on YouTube to have a look at these. But that's enough about the past. Oh. It's time to talk. No one said any for Yusuf to do. I specifically said, please <laughs> someone send us one for Yusuf to do. I'm pretty certain there was a few and most of them were by AirPods. Oh. You know how close we were to buying you AirPods I'll, for your you know how close I, I would have been very upset well I would have sold them on Facebook you, Marketplace would you? like a £20 that, loss that would have upset me Chris right I'm <laughs> going to start because you're derailing it yeah um, I'm going to start today and first one I'm going to go for is whiten your teeth so whitening your teeth has kind of become a caricature of itself <laughs> of like someone who probably uses Brill Cream still and, and has that that hairstyle like yeah like a quiff at the front like the guys at the in-betweeners however I am going to propose that whitening your teeth or making your teeth whiter is probably one of the easiest ways to make yourself just have a bit more confidence and look a bit more polished and attractive both in meetings for business personal like to the other sex or to the same sex um, it's just for the people that I know that do it, I notice, because I do, I notice other people that have like over white teeth or particularly white teeth. And they're just, the way that their smile is put together to me looks much more well polished, literally. Um, if you are interested in how you can do that, I would advise, if you want to spend money, if you want to spend big money, 
Then um, the cosmetic dental clinic in Newcastle has my buddy David working there. I'm sure that he'll sort you out. But a much easier way is Crest 3D white strips, which you can just buy on the internet. I don't think they're available on Amazon in the UK, but Crest 3D white strips, you can get like a two pack for 15 quid or 20 quid and you just leave them on for about three to six hours and you'll have like noticeably whiter teeth. Don't fuck about with whitening toothpaste or anything which isn't bleach, basically, as far as I can tell from someone who knows what he's talking about and does the teeth of half of Newcastle football team, David. Mm -mm. Anything which isn't bleach is mostly bollocks. Laser whitening is bollocks. Those little like USB sticks that you put in your mouth that you see Conor McGregor promoting is also bollocks. Just think I've seen you with a blue thing in your mouth. Like a blue That was when that was when a lady used to come around to the office and do it. Right. And as soon as David was like, mate, what are you doing? You're just wasting your time. So she, this lady would come up and do all of the lads in the office for free. Like just... If you post on social media. Yeah. And I was like, well, brilliant. And yeah. David was like, do you actually think that your teeth look that much whiter? Compare them with when you bleach them. I'm like, mm, yeah, might be a bit placebo going on there. Mm. He's like, no, bollocks, don't do it. So I have tried this before. Okay. And I did it with my dentist and it was expensive. And it gave me oversensitive teeth. That happens. So the way to get around the way to get around oversensitive yeah. teeth, best way to do it, and this is what David would say, is buy some Sensodyne Rapid Relief. Put buy a gum shield, put a little bit of Sensodyne Rapid Relief in the gum shield, pop them over your teeth for about ten minutes, then take it out, dry your teeth so they need to be dry, mm-hmm. put your strips on, take it off, right. put the gum shield back on again because it's the dentine which mm-hmm. is what's actually sensitive mm. but that helps to reduce the sensitivity and just keep on smashing sensitive yeah, i think and this is probably wrong but this is what i my basic understanding is that it because your teeth are porous yeah sensitive toothpaste makes it less porous or blocks the yep. holes yeah and then the acid doesn't seep into the or the paint the bleach doesn't yeah get into the dentine as easily yeah right um but that's so i've got hypersensitive teeth as well right um, and you're all right with it I just need to be careful with how long I use it for. Right. As long as I don't absolutely pound it. Like, so I, I have really bad memories of the dentist told me to leave them on overnight. Mm. So put this stuff in a gum shield. Yeah, yeah, overnight, yeah, yeah. And just the next morning it was like... Agonising. Couldn't drink water. It was awful. Yeah. So I use an overnight gel for three hours. Oh, wow. Um, so I'm using it for less than half Shit. the time. And right. even that gives me little twinges. Look, but that right. with the Sensodyne, I'm like, I'm sweet. Um, just set a timer away and you'll learn like once you've done it once but yeah like after you know three treatments maybe it's so much whiter like, it's just I think it's a it's a good so I agree I think it's an easy upgrade 100% you can make it work 100%. what do you think okay. yeah if there's a sort of thing that you might have a concern I've done with. the the crest yeah no, not the crest this is the Colgate one strips. but yeah, yeah. Um, quitting coffee as well like just Stopping the things that are staining your teeth in the first place Does is one step. Does milk in coffee reduce the staining? Because I, I, whenever I've spoken to dentists mm-hmm. about this, they always say avoid black coffee. And when I say, does that mean adding milk removes it? And they go, yeah. Okay, I'd, I'd imagine so. Like, David, if you're listening, can you please comment on YouTube, an answer, please? Mm-hmm. Thank you, mate. Right, Johnny, I haven't hot potatoed you this time. You knew it was coming. <laughs> it's a bit hot. It's a warm potato. It's always coming around in that this. That you've held for a while. Yep. Uh, have we mentioned Wi-Fi scales before? Maybe in Life Hacks 1. I think it was 101. But, but I think it's worth mentioning. It's worth bringing again. up again. Okay. So they're now Nokia. Nokia bought Withings or Withings. 
but Wi-Fi scales are... So if you weigh yourself every day... Do you say pre-mark or primark? Primark. Yeah, me too. I think people that say pre-mark are psychopaths. And people that leave suds on the dish after they... Psychopaths. Yeah. yeah. Like, Sorry. No, it's okay. I, I agree. <laughs> both, both interesting points. Um, so I think everybody should be weighing themselves daily, regardless of your goal. Um, we were speaking about this everyone's recently. goal is just bodybuilding isn't it so everyone has a bodybuilding everyone goal. has a bodybuilding goal they just we, don't know we were speaking about this recently that it's one of the it's like a health marker that you know a GP might ask about for example you know mm-hmm. have you lost any weight recently if it, like here's my trend if you're weighing yourself like once every four days like how the hell do you know mm-hmm. you should have a load of random data points but anyway so the problem with weighing yourself normally is you stand on the scales you step off the scales you get in the shower you have a poo and then you're like what did it say again? And you can't remember. Within scales or Wi-Fi scales, just take it into an app and graph it. And they're a hundred quid, but it's like... such a brilliant feeling to stand on the scales and know that it's just gone. Yeah. And into then you've got a chart. Into your MyFitnessPal. I've had mine for five years now and they're still working. I thought it was broken. They were... They're on and off. Right. I but also like... They, they are still working. You know the precise weight of your cleaner as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... So, okay, so we have just refreshed the scales. So they've been there for five years. So this the reason that it's on there is I've just re-upped and bought the same scales again. And interestingly... Five years, they haven't... They haven't new... changed them. Isn't just, that, they're just knocking on. Isn't that fascinating? Wow. Well, they, that means they've got it right. Yeah, so they're exactly the same. They measure like, you've got them as well, haven't you? Yeah. Do you not feel remiss about that? That they haven't changed? Yeah. No, it means I've bought the right product. <laughs> they measure like the CO2, my body fat percentage... Uh, they measure it. They tell me what, what the weather's going to be. They graph my weight over a course of a day. But anyway, so Becca has a profile and I have a profile and there's a few unassigned measures mm. that don't fit. Like if it's like 90 kilos, like, well, that's not Johnny. He's heavier than that. Yep. Whatever. There were loads of 80 kilo entries. Mm. Um, always Tuesday at 1 p.m. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, looking at going like And you start to like, the, the first thought to like panic of like, who's getting so, into oh my bedroom? Oh my God, yeah. Cleaner. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, so I have a... Not only do I have a so few got entry a points, cleaner. I actually have She's in the a graph of my cleaner. <laughs> she has no idea that I have... You know, and it's not... I, I feel voyeuristic, but I can't help that it's being charted on my phone. Yeah. You know, so... And you might pick up on a red flag of the cleaner's health before <laughs> she does because of a trend a trend line in her weight. And you might be like... Have you noticed that your CO2 actually appears <laughs> a bit low? It's actually... So... Um, one, we had a, a lecturer a while ago who said that he saw a woman in a bowling alley. Once he, he was like, I, I was out bowling with my children and I saw a woman with prognathia, which we discussed in the last episode. That. Um, <laughs> and she she had some thickened wrists and I, and I thought, she looks a bit acromegalic, actually. So I went, <laughs> and I said, hello, I, I, I hope, sorry to disturb you, but I, I'm an endocrinologist and... Um, you you have a few of the features of something we call acromegaly, which is <laughs> excess growth hormone production. And, and and she was like, oh, this is the first time I've heard of that. And I said, well, I think you should probably go to see a doctor about it. And she did. Um, did she have acromegaly? Apparently so. And then also... Yeah, just laser. Sadie sat on the bus next to someone and smelt bacterial vaginosis on the woman <laughs> next to her and just said, I'm really sorry, but... you Like... You I mean, vaginosis. I think I'd rather someone told me that my, my vagina smelt than... Like, How did she know it was vaginal, a vaginal it, problem? It is a signature, it, is it? Honestly, it is such a distinctive smell. It like Can distinctive, you describe it? It's like um, someone's buried a fish in a warm 
warm climate wrapped in some like cheap squeezy cheese you know the squeezy cheese that you get in like a a, a toothpaste tube so it hits some of the high notes on smell then yeah it's it, not a low smell it's not musky no no it's it's, it's, it's a full spectrum smell oh yeah and it, it digs into your nose and it does not go away okay. I viewed a flat a few years ago <laughs> you told me about this where oh. someone who'd been in it before had had this well she so the, there was a there was a girl sat in bed with her boyfriend and I went into the room and it's just the air is thick with bacterial vaginosity <laughs> <laughs> and like I, thought, I was like I feel sorry for the, the guy like, he's but, trapped but he should he should tell her he should be like you know, for, maybe for, he's for both of our sakes maybe he's become like maybe accustomed to it yeah. Yeah. what is it just I, a bacterial that's... infection yeah it's a Stockholm like... syndrome that people have well, he's <laughs> got like the bacterial the version of oh. Scott Stockholm syndrome the, he loves the bacteria the next 36 hours you'd have like you know like little oh. phantom whiffs and you're like oh man and you'd like Telling you, man. Shower of bleach and everything. You just can't get it out. What well, is, if they just had Wi-Fi scales, this wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Uh, what is clitoromegalinegrum? <laughs> Large black clitoris. <laughs> what causes it? Bruising. Snatch. Bruising. Snatch. Really? Snatch. Snatch causes clitoromegalinegrum. And if, surely that's only if, because it shouldn't, it shouldn't be hitting there, should it? Pubic bone, man. You've got to make contact. We're not be higher than that. So does that mean every Olympic weightlifter come on, come on this. Has, a, has, a, has, a, has a black, a big black clitoris? That's, that's the front raise, Johnny. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm in Keep more... it close in. Um, that was, there was too much. Glanzo, yeah, glanzomegalinegrum is a black bellend. Glans. I wonder whether that has any Google results. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Best not to look. Search for glanzomegalinegrum. There's no way. I'm sorry. No, no, we're not doing it. Glands Omegle, Evening Graham. (laughs) (laughs) My Siri just never plays ball with me, to be honest. Johnny, I I, I don't think we could have derailed your life hack any further. So, um... Evening Graham. (laughs) Evening Graham? Right, Seth, you're up. Wi-Fi okay. scales. Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi scales. Absolutely. So this was a problem George had recently. He was like, I've been weighing myself, but I can't, you know, I, I want to have a screen-free morning and I don't want to have to go and log it or whatever. And so I'm going to keep a pen and paper next to my scales. And I said, why then? Wi-Fi scales. Um, so they're, they're 100 quid, but they'll last you a long time. Well so. worthwhile. Yeah. Um, so mine is UPAC. Have I, is this familiar? No. Just like Toby, sort of. So, have you ever been on a YouTube video? So it is actually like I was being sarcastic. It is actually. It's, like, it's, oh, like it is, it's the one where it gives you it from a different country when it says not available in your country. Yeah. Yes, we've already done. I've done this one. Uh, yeah. Okay. If next, you, next, for, please. For anyone that doesn't know what that is, you're watching a YouTube video and it goes like, can't see it. Just replace the word tube with pack p a k, and it will unlock the video for you. Unbelievable that someone's managed to mirror the good. entire YouTube yeah. site. URL for URL. I'm so glad they have because it's so... Like, How many videos do you try and watch that are unavailable in your country? It must happen to me twice a year. It's, it's yeah, so, it's not It's not very often. It happens loads to me. It's so pernickety. It's the sort of thing you're watching. Um, okay, Black so glances. I've got another YouTube-related one, which like, is... Just like Toby. <laughs> so, well, so... <laughs> but it is. You have a... If you're like me, you have a lot of videos that you want to... Like a lot of lectures or audiobooks or whatever that you want to add to your... Queue. List your queue, yeah, um, and the watch later function on YouTube is pretty rickety. So instead, just set up a playlist that says it's called lectures or listening, add things to it, 
And then you can get YouTube Resumer, which is a Chrome extension that every time you go on a long video, so like sometimes you might have an audiobook, which is a video of five hours long, you go on it and it just jumps to the spot that you were at previously. Why that's not a native function of YouTube, I have no idea. But it does with some videos. Yeah. Does it? It does with a lot of my videos. Or if you go to watch something that you've already been watching, jumps it jumps to it. Oh, so maybe it is a native function now. In that maybe case, maybe another you know, plugin that you have is blocking that feature. <laughs> maybe it's like where you have to take a take medicine to counteract the side effect of the medicine. The that medicine you've, you've been taking, yeah. So okay, so <laughs> we've just found out that I've just scuppered myself. But, I think um, that's. I think for some videos, definitely, it doesn't do it. For some videos, it seems to. Um, so, I can't okay, really so, work so out again, rickety. You just want to. Make yeah. sure it's Do you know who the, the, the only person in the room that we need to refer to about this is the only one who can't speak on camera, which is VMD. He can signal to us or, or explain via dance. <laughs> Interpretive <laughs> dance, video dance, Dean, BDD. Uh, right, my one. Um, so <laughs> I've, just, I've just been away on holiday quite a bit. So I've been going to new restaurants, different cafes and things like that. When you go, especially I've been to some places that have got... Um, quite culturally not sensitive but food where you think I bet there's something mint on this menu but I need to fucking ask I need to work out like very very carefully what it is Rome Boston where there's a lot of seafood um, <clears throat> Santa Monica and Venice in LA so my life hack is ask the waiter for the most popular dishes so ask the waiter for suggestions about what to order when they come over and they bring you they ask you for your drinks after you've looked perplexed at the menu for a little while would you, if you were, if the waiter said, I can tell you the most popular dish or I can tell you the mo- the, the best dish. Well, I'd ask what's, what, what, what's opinion, the opinion. According the, to him, who is a, you know, he, he knows the well, restaurant I'd, I'd, best. Then I've got two, I've got two choices and one mm-hmm. of them may meet my tastes and one of them may not. One of them might have loads of quinoa in it and I'm going to fuck off. I see. Just because there's a lot of things that many people do, which are a bad decision. Yeah, but not usually with food. That's the like, same reason why going to a restaurant which has lots of people in it is usually a good idea. So like, like when you're on holiday, actually, that can be another part of the life hack, that when you're looking for somewhere to eat abroad, like, yeah, you can TripAdvisor it, Google, like, review it. But especially if you're walking down a street, like Rome's perfect example of this is just restaurants and cafes all over the place. Just look for the one that's the busiest. Mm-hmm. Like, the one that's the busiest must have something about it, unless there's it's the first time it's ever been busy and everyone else has brought this heuristic into play. It'll, it'll be like um, the way that Reddit works, where things just get this critical mass from yeah. an early stage and then everyone just <laughs> starts them. But yeah, so ask the waiter for suggestions. I've done this with drinks and food in four cities over the last month. And every time that I've asked them for suggestions, it's been really fantastic. Good. Yeah, really good. Got a uh, weird uh, o- steamed octopus pasta in Rome that I would have never, ever ordered. Most popular dish in the, in the place. Had a um, lobster roll. So if you can imagine um, lobster meat that's been completely pulled free of all of the shell, mm-hmm. put into a heavily, heavily buttered, very soft bap. Like that doesn't sound like a gourmet dish, but was in terms of taste and texture was Is just it like a, a like a soft bun, but massive, yeah, right, like that. I think I know. Really heavily buttered. That was unbelievable as well. Um, yeah, it's just it's 
really good. So just outsource that decision. Mm. Outsource the decision, yeah. Or if you're with, especially if you're with people that are go there all the time, so what would you order? Mm. Or what does everyone else order? And what's a good drink? And you're just asking, the like if anyone knows, it's the waiter or the waitress. It probably guarantees that it's fresher as well. <clears throat> if you order something rogue on the menu, that might have been sitting around for a long time, whereas something with a high turnover. Well, then there's no way that the waiter or waitress is going to suggest you something which is then going to result in you going, excuse me, this doesn't taste very fresh. They're going to have a degree of like existential protectionism. Unless they've been told to sell a lot of the special. Fuck, we can't get rid of this oh. mm, three-week-old so lamb. I'm always, that, I always think that that's how specials in restaurants work. I think it is, yeah. Mm. It's so, like, like, what's going to expire next? Mm. Mm. Well, why else would they do What a quandary. Anyway, Johnny. Keep it, keep it fresh, isn't it? Um, so I have one that's about Facebook ads. Can I say that? Yeah, sure. So Facebook have just launched a, and this is interesting for everybody, I suppose. They have a new feature where you can press on any post you see on Facebook. You can press in the top right. The eye. The eye. Uh, it's something. It's something in the top right. Press on that. You press, why am I seeing this post or why am I seeing this ad? If it's why am I seeing this ad, you can see. So if you're a business owner or you have a Facebook page, you can see who your competitors are targeting and you can see which targeting brackets you fall into. Or if it's a page, you can select all kinds of options with that page or with that person. So there's what you can just live customize your Facebook on Facebook now. You do that on mobile. Mm-hmm. So there you go. That is useful rather than <laughs> just being at the mercy of... Yeah. Because the, part of the reason that we block our news feeds... It's because there's stuff on there you don't want. Yeah. So if you see ads or you see posts... Like if you, you think, curate your, your news Well, that's, that's essentially what it's allowing you to do. Have it dictated to you. So you, you, can, you can go on a, on a post from a business page, let's say, or um, an influencer that you want to hear more of mm-hmm. and bump that person's awareness. Mm-hmm. You can do it with organic and ads now. I would like It's one of my biggest gripes with Instagram, for example, that... It only seems to show you posts from the same five people, even if you're, mm. even if you follow, eight hundred. So, whereas if you could choose the proportions that you see people in, rather than just like then the, this kind of circular thing, exactly the like other, the restaurant, the other seven hundred ninety-five people are obviously just posting shit content that yeah. doesn't doesn't tip over that. The what, algorithm. What do the, you yeah. two consume? What platforms or channels do you consume? Like, do you, do you consume Facebook or Instagram? YouTube? At the moment, just. Nothing, I'm, just I'm medicine. <laughs> medicine. Right. Uh, is my biggest uh, normally. Media. Normally, what would you like? Would you find yourself spending a long time on Instagram or a long for time me? In, Instagram is my biggest time sink. Right, but that's where I drive my most traffic as well. So, so it's of, business, but also but that's the line gets very, very blurred. It's. I think Instagram's the easiest to just like zone most, out on. Yeah, the guy that created it's like window shopping. The, mm. the guy that created Infinite Feed says it's the biggest regret of his life. Wow, <laughs> God. Created infinite feed. Uh, yeah, the infinite scroll feed. Like yeah. it says, it's the... the it is biggest, dangerous, isn't it? Biggest infinite feed is like... Because, yeah. It'll be there forever. Uh, so there's no end. Is there no end to the feed? Well, the, the, you can actually get to a point on Instagram where it says you're fully caught up now. Hmm. So on... I wonder who really gets to that point. Well, on Modern Wisdom Life, it only follows one person and that's me. So I very quickly catch up with all of my own posts when I go on to Modern Wisdom Life. Right. Um, for the people who are tagging Modern Wisdom Life on Instagram, I, I really appreciate it. Um, but just tag me instead because I never go on. And I go on to see such and such mentioned you in their story. Such and such mentioned you in their story. It's always three, three days ago. Yeah, I can't yeah. see it. So at the very least, tag me as well. Thank you. Uh, Seth, what are you going to do? 
Mine's also a Facebook-related one, which is have your um, birthday notifications on for Facebook people. And Where do you find them? Um, you can either set it to link with your calendar or just have it on the right side of your thing, even if you block your newsfeed. Yeah. That's brutal if you've got like 5,000 friends. Yeah. There. It is. So this is the tip, which is use people's birthdays as a chance to review whether you want them in your life or not. <laughs> so, That's a fantastic tip. So when they come up, you're just like, ah, oh, actually. Fuck off. Yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> because I think a birthday is a polarizing thing because it instantly is like, right, I need to make the decision. Do Is this someone that I need to go and say happy birthday to? In which case they are good and important in your life. Do you not really care? In which case should you delete them or are they someone that actively if you were to say happy birthday to them they would think it was weird and so a lot of people there's some people in there who I need to have on my Facebook but I also don't want to wish happy birthday Mm. to there's some that fall in that category you need to have on your Facebook yeah just okay I think the hack ahead of that is just don't be precious about your Facebook I think people mm-hmm. just need to stop being so precious about their social media. As in, like, just have as many friends as, like, well, like someone out to you. Like, don't people who, like, think their Instagram or their, their social media, like, friends or whatever is an extension of real life. Mm-hmm. And, like, it can be if you choose it to be, but it can also just not be. I, Were we talking about this the other day with kids and Snapchat? You know, where, like, is it the... Streak. Yeah, it was. You were saying about, the, like, the, the flame streak. Streak, and, yeah. So I unfollowed everyone on Twitter. Did you? Everybody, about a year ago, and then have very, very slowly... I'm on, I follow 60 people now. <clears throat> and I have to say that my life, especially on Twitter, which is high-volume stuff, mm. uh, is bliss. Life's absolute yeah. bliss. I just don't use Twitter. But That's my point is that if you if you were to have that degree you, of right. curatedness with all of your social so, media so feeds... the other day, um, Becca said, oh, you know such and such. I'm like... What? Friendly comment. No, I don't. She was like, oh, it's this person on Facebook who you're, you meet your friend with. I'm like, don't know. But I said to her, I bet you, I know who has more friends than me on Facebook. Chris. Yeah. And you you and you have, yeah. I don't know what, a crazy number. Yeah. Five accounts and each one of them's got right. about 5,000 on. Yeah. So I have 1,500 friends, but I maybe know, I maybe speak to 20 of them. Yeah. There was a period when it was a useful resource, but I think for me now, it's, it doesn't really work as well. Mm. Like I can't scale individual connections with people like Mm -hmm. that Um, but it is still a powerful resource like when we're doing recruitment and stuff for freshers we're still telling the boys like nothing beats a big facebook for the kind of work that we do personal face-to-face networking for a a geographically localized event Mm. with like big facebook accounts we message people directly exactly yeah um so i'm going to do one and this is one actually which is from we're not missed oh no sorry 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 don't you worry this is one which is actually from VMD. So he sent me this the other week. Um, which is messenger.com. So I didn't know that messenger.com is Facebook Messenger without Facebook. Yeah. So I don't need to be on Facebook getting distracted by getting tagged in notifications and invites to events and pages and just general stuff, auto-scrolling news, uh, mm. auto-playing uh, videos and stuff like that. But messenger.com allows me to, in the same way that WhatsApp web, works for that so i now have a tab of all of my stuff which is i can just go on and check during a pomodoro break or whatever it might be whatsapp web and messenger.com don't get distracted by notifications still get all the functionality and a better view as opposed to just that it's even bigger than when you view it on full facebook it's even better than that yeah so messenger.com you can find it from inside facebook i think if you just press messages it takes you to messenger.com i think i don't think it does 
I think it still keeps the keeps bars. You in Messenger. And, yeah, I think it's the frame of. Do you use WhatsApp web in Chrome or do you have the Mac app? No, so I WhatsApp? use it in Chrome. Right. Do you prefer to do that? Yes. Because the, the app's tech. a bit hit and miss for me sometimes. That's exactly yeah. why I don't use it. Yeah. So it's firstly, the app's buggy. Mm. And secondly, turning off notifications for it is more difficult. Like it's just, it's more entrenched in my system. Cold turkey kills it. Just because no. But yeah. So so do you need, because mine will say like, you need your phone, like the scan the QR code. Does WhatsApp web do that as well? Only yeah, once. It does. Only right. once ever. But right. There is a native version of messenger.com called Franz, F-R-A-N-Z, or Goofy, <coughs> which is like an open source When you say version. native. Native Mac app. Like it's, it's a so, feed curator. Is, is that? Uh, no, no. So, 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 so is, is it Franz that does all of the different? Yeah. Uh, okay, so the, there is a Messenger app. I think there's one called Goofy and one called something else. Franz is something different, which just aggregates all of your instant Chats. messaging stuff. Yeah. I mean, Facebook are going to do that themselves anyway soon. They're going to integrate WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger and Instagram Messenger. That would be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing would make me happier. Rather than having to switch between It'll them. It'll still yeah. be on separate. I bet you it's still on separate apps, yeah. But just on one mega app. Well, I don't think they'll. I don't think they'll match them. I, I bet it's. I bet for the developers, they're having a, a anaphylaxis because of the, the just the enormity. Of, yeah, of it'll be there'll be a bit of difficulty in, in combining it, but then the total screen time will go down. Total screen time will definitely go mm. down because app mm. switching itself just because they need they need inventory. They need space yeah. for people to use. So I mean, the the main reason that Messenger.com and the Flume. Uh, using Flume for Instagram and removing all other tabs except for Flume. except for messages and like your own profile and posts maybe. Um, and the reason WhatsApp web works is you want to be on receive as little as possible. You want mm-hmm. to be on send and only send because you only want to send when you want to send, but you're on receive at the behest of everyone else. Remember back in the day when we we were like, oh, life hack, turn off all notifications. I cannot imagine life with notifications. There are some life hacks that just are so requisite, aren't they? That like, well, they feel primitive to us now. When I look yeah, back at one hundred and one and one hundred and two, and I'm like, slow cooker. Well, mm. Just sit like, next so to someone. Part of you notifications on the phone. Savage. You just think you are such a basic person. Like, <laughs> just the, your, your life. You're just being dragged around Absolutely by it. Like, ding, ding, ding. it's terrible. And group chat. I want your attention. Excuse yeah. me. Excuse me. And then and you watch them pick up their phone. And you're like. Mate, what are you doing? What, were you going to do that before that happened or not? No, no, but someone's messaged now. No, someone hasn't messaged you. Someone's messaged a bunch of other people, people in a fucking group chat. It was, it was something, because I remember you and I having this conversation mm. and I said, I don't want to turn it off because I need to check it at some point. And you said, well, you, you have to have a cadence for checking, but that's either something you decide or someone else decides. That's so horrible. And I was just like, oh, it's brutal, yeah. man. Right, Blobson. It's me again. Blob hit um, I'm trying to rotate because I've, I've got two lot, YouTube related ones now. A lot. <laughs> and a Facebook one. S- and a Facebook. Sam Harris meditation app. Have we talked about that? Yeah, sure. Have we talked about it? Um, briefly, but not in as full depth as you, someone who's completed a fair bit of the course. Okay. So I typically, so I've just hit like 110 days, I think, of meditating in a row. Um, and good streak. I've been thanks. I, I pause a moment there to see if I get any congratulations. Oh, but, sorry, I was busy noting um, down here. So I've been doing a lot of that unguided, um, but I think for a guided experience, 
the Sam Harris thing is is the best that I've found, and there's a few reasons. One is it's progressive throughout the fifty days or whatever. So he introduces new concepts. Progressively less. Oh. Pro- progressively less in terms of the amount he speaks, but progressive also in terms of like. So he'll start off with focus on the breath, and then uh, deliberately takes that attention and expands it to awareness, and then he t- starts talking about um, notice who is noticing or what is noticing, turning the attention on the like the self talks about like implanting um, or like trying to alter the frame of mind that you're in and all these sorts of things. And it's only and the arms down the legs. legs. It's not like headspace. Um, And it's only 10 minutes. So I will typically do that to begin a session and then do unguided after that. Uh, So it is get you into the, mm, into the zone. It is paid. That's that's a clever way to do it, to hybridize it Mm. without being reliant on, well, the first 10 minutes is always rocky. Mm. Well, I, I think the risk is the risk with meditate or the risk with anything is practicing or doing a shit practice because <laughs> then you're just entrenching in the wrong direction. Yeah. 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 So if you sit and do 30 minutes it's of meditation, like never do technique work tired. <laughs> well, so I suppose like if meditation is the formal practice for an awareness or a mindfulness and you do it when you sit down and, and think. And just get lost in thought, lost in thought, and then the, the ding you're goes off. That. You're like, "Well, what have I done there?" Yeah. So, I think starting off with ten minutes of like, <laughs> "This is the correct," or "This is a sort of a way to focus your your mind," then allowing it to go off. I think for me at least has been um, more productive. So that app is fantastic in my opinion. And he is. I think someone said, "Who do you want to listen to for meditation advice?" He'd be he'd be up there. Yeah, he's what he's. I think he's a definitely a reputable mm. meditation authority, isn't he? And he's no, he's not. There's no. He's not sensationalist about it. He's just like, well, I've looked at the research and. Mm. So I've been searching. Sorry, we've got a bit quiet during that. I've been searching through my phone, and I've found the code Modern Wisdom, all in capital letters, will give anyone who's listening one month free trial of full access to waking up. Mm. Zinger. So uh, I spoke that. to I spoke to Carl from support uh, at the beginning of this year. And he said that uh, we can send you a promo trial that will offer your listeners a free one month trial. Um, modern wisdom. That's awesome. Very good. So there's cool. also so there's meditations. There's fifty days of meditation, and then lessons, lessons as well, which are just sort of monologues on various aspects of life. Then it becomes a daily session that is different every day. Brilliant. <laughs> I like I like the idea of, of the waking up thing um, I, I'm beginning to be moved round to your way of thinking Seth to mm. do with guided versus unguided mm. um, <clears throat> I think my initial problem with unguided sessions was it was embedding bad habits like what am I doing this sucks this is this that and the other uh, but since I got a meditation coach and have been following a more structured program um because I don't know how much what you like about guided meditation is the fact it's guided mm. and the fact it's structured. So I, what I like about Sam's stuff is the, the in, someone, so I, I think the parts of meditation that I start to find difficult are the searching for the self parts. Mm-hmm. So moving from breath into awareness and then from awareness into where is the, like the seat of attention. Mm-hmm. I find that quite difficult to get my head around. Whereas the way Sam does it is he starts off like Billy basics 
and then gently introduces those concepts. And you start at the seat of your pants and then you fly <laughs> by the seat of your pants. To the seat of attention. I see. Scobly. So, so it's, it's because it's progressive. That's what I like about it. Whereas headspace is just hand in your arm. Down to the left. So mine is... If Sam Harris. Meditation. Sam Harris. If you were looking on YouTube at my head... Is this, is this like Toby? No. <laughs> it's similar to Toby. So if you're looking at my, my head, you might be thinking, oh, what a wonderful haircut. I wish I could get a haircut like that. Well, let me tell you, I had this haircut in my own kitchen. And that was thanks to Chris recommending a fantastic haircutter called Zara, who comes to your house and cuts your hair. Saves you having to wait in the barbershop. Are you looking at me because we've done this before? Yeah. Okay. Next one. <laughs> Get your haircut at home was a life hack you adopted from me talking about it on a past life. On a life hack, episode. fine. Can well, I just the, the cycle of life hacks. Yeah. I don't think I've got a very good haircut. Thanks, no, no, that's no, really, no, no. That's really so hurtful. You, I get my haircut once every six weeks. Okay. And the, Chris is going cross. And <laughs> the experience of going. Did I say this last time? No. Nope. I just know what you're going to say, and you're wrong. Well, you don't know that. Okay. <clears throat> so I like going to the hairdressers. Because it's, I get to, it's the same feeling for me as like being on a plane. Uh, Because it's it's time out and I get my head massage and a massage chair. Uh, Is it a head massage? I get sparkling water. Oh, and and drinks. You know what I like doing, Yusuf? I actually like paying more and being more inconvenienced as well. So, yes. Well, (laughs) is it it inconvenienced? That's the question. So, were you, did you have to drive to the hairdressers? Yeah. How long was the journey? Time and money. 10 minutes. Both ways, 20 minutes. Yep. How long did it take to get in and do the small talk? 10 minutes. 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Do you want me to just give you the total time? I'll give you the total time. I don't care. I'm okay. talking about total wasted time because I, we can't speed up the haircut that much. Okay. But you've had to get up, leave, account for traffic, deal with traffic, <clears throat> get there, small talk with a bunch of women that you have nothing in common with, drink... Uh, Not true. You're wrong. Well, pay, not, how much do you pay? 30 quid. Fuck me. You can get two haircuts. So Two haircuts in half the time. So, yeah. so this, these arguments are only four valid. Four times the value. They're only valid if, one, you are managing your finances to the extent that you know exactly where every 30 quid is going, and two... Not really. It just means that you have a preference for spending less money compared to spending more. But you, more. Can't, you can't say that don't spend money on that. That's gambler's fallacy. If well, you No, it isn't. <laughs> Is if it's like if you if you need to know down to a degree of fidelity that is thirty quid. But it's it's a thirty quid spent every six weeks. Okay. So how many people have that tight of a hold on their finances that they say, "Oh well, my thirty quid that you're." But it's not as if you're getting anything for the extra thirty quid. But I am. I'm getting an experience. So okay. Well, if you enjoy the experience, the same experience again and again and again. (laughs) So what what I love about Zara is that she tolerates my weirdness, and I. Just sit and work while she's cutting my hair. So and the other the other aspect to that, what I was saying was, if if your time is that well managed that 90, 90 minutes, I'd say every six weeks, cannot be possibly wasted. Mm-hmm. No, then again, so I, I just don't. You're I making understand, an argument I for wasting time and money. No, I'm not. But I'm making but, but because I'm, it's a small amount of time. It's, and it's money. an allocation of those things. So I get an enjoyable experience. You enjoy the experience. Do you enjoy the driving? Do you enjoy the driving there and back? It's fine. But I enjoy the thing. When we're talking about marginal gains and refining things down. Isn't there also a sense of smugness that you get 
just from having your hair cut without having to go anywhere. Didn't leave. And that's also... Didn't have to get changed. Didn't have to put my shoes on. Didn't have to take them off again. How about we do six weeks where we flip around? We switch haircut. What, one haircut? I sometimes get my haircut in a place as well. Do you get a head massage? No. Do you get a sparkling water? But I remember there was a place that did give you a head massage in Edinburgh and I used to work with a Scottish guy and I came back and I was like, oh, haircut in that place. And he was like, oh... I know that place. Instant me. that's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I um, just go because there's a £10 haircut. But, um, I, I I like it because I think it's a, it's be, a being nice to yourself. Like it's a, I'm going to go and... Again, so for me, here's my, here's my argument for that. You're spending 15 quid extra every mm. six weeks. Mm-hmm. Save that up, go for a massage. Go for, go a, for a massage. Yeah, you are, you are making protein pancakes here. Well, that is one of the best it, references that I've made. That's in a, you're assuming that I want a, I like a massage as much as I do a haircut. But you, okay, you, you're saying I like a haircut because it's time to myself and mm-hmm. it's a, and it's a pampering. But ultimately, like you can't feel your hair being cut. And, I agree. And like you just, you sat in a silly little coat. And, and you're paying, like, the, the, the killer for me is the overhead that you're paying that you can't get around. The overhead in terms of 15 minutes or... 10 minutes there, 10 minutes bullshit at the beginning, mm. 10 minutes at the end. Like, that's half an hour. Mm-hmm. So every 12 weeks, you have wasted the exact amount of time and the exact amount of money that I can get you an at-home massage for. This is such a good advert for Zara. I think, like... And Sabina. And Sabina's uh, come around do the massage. Or you. Well, you, you, you could get Zara to do the massage, Sabina to do the haircut, see if they both make an absolute terrible job of it. Yes, they will. And <laughs> Although Sabina wants to be a... a Surgeon and ah, uh, true. So maybe she's got steady hands. This so, is the same issue that I had with Alfred. Uh, okay. Which is so if let's say over twelve weeks we all get the same amount done, mm-hmm. but you two, for example, the, the, the solution Chris suggested of saving the the, the extra and putting mm-hmm. it into an actual pampering, surely that. But that's assuming that that so, so both of what you are saying is you are wasting time that should be saved, time and money that should be saved and put to something could be saved precisely. But my point is... But that, I don't think anybody does that. And so I think, so you think people, because we're so wasteful with our time and money anyway... I'm saying that I don't think... Some cost fallacy. I'm mm-hmm. saying that I don't think anybody has a tight enough control over their time or some, money to some. say, I'm not going to win this argument. Because you, you two are <laughs> entrenched. So, try, go and try. So yesterday I was so uh, like so precious about time because mm-hmm. I had a lot to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 90 minutes out of my day would have been killer. Like it would have... So in a situation where you're revising for finals for medicine. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, that, fair enough. But in general, I don't think there's anyone has enough... So in general, over it. in general, marginal gains don't matter, but that's the exact <laughs> reason why marginal gains matter. It, it, I, I haven't even got to my life hack because I've... I've just, uh, this is get a your hair cut at home. Because this is a duplicate. So here's you know exactly where your money's going. Okay, so here we go. Here's here's, here's here's another one for that one. There, um, Darren, my business partner, has adopted the Pomodoro technique, mm-hmm. um, and was singing the praises to in a group chat with our other two directors, saying it changed his life. Then he said, "I'm being dramatic, but it's shaved thirty minutes off my Monday tasks over a forty-year career. That's forty-three full twenty-four hour days, oh, or one hundred and thirty working days that I've saved." That's if he's great. not if he's not using his time down to the fidelity of 30 minutes mm. and he's being wasteful in the week, why should he be bothered about that? So Johnny did a podcast recently called The Death by a Thousand Cuts, which is... He's now being killed by. <laughs> which is, I, I honestly think we're arguing about different things. Okay. 
I, I think so, because because I, I know you you are a very logical person, and this <laughs> seems really at odds with. Mm. So I, I think I think we're probably not understanding your your point. What we're going to do? Gonna, what we're going to do is we're going to go away and we're going to discuss it, and then in life hacks one hundred and nine, mm. we'll, we'll all be converts to the. We'll be the same. Of, we'll be in the same scenario. We'll all be getting we'll a haircut. Where you two tell me. I should get my haircut at home because you're wrong. Well, yeah. no, because we will be getting that haircut in an expensive time. I'll be time paying. I'll be paying place. twice. I'll be paying twice as much to wait for twice as long. <laughs> Do you think that everything in your life is done purely for the purposes of optimizing time and money? No, some of it's for enjoyment as well. Because, but so, I don't. I'm never going to enjoy so that, a journey say, to this hairdresser. Let's, let's use CrossFit as an example. Yeah, is that the best use of time and money for achieving and, and an enjoyment? Outcome? And that that was there was the three. I'm enjoying. Okay, there. okay, I'm enjoying. Roughly hewn, it's, as, although, it's the although, best. Actually, I added enjoyment, but Chris said that enjoyment is not. Because the goal is abs and strength or whatever. Right. So is that the best use of those things? The best I've found. Compared to? Other things that I've tried. So it's, like, it takes less time and less money than other versions yeah. of fitness. So I think you and I both know. What about not training, though? Because that costs no time and no money. Well, that won't achieve the outcome. Yeah. Okay. So... To pause that discussion, um, thanks to Chris being a kind of reference for me as well, because obviously this is someone who is coming to your house, doesn't know you, you could be a predator. Um, and so she called Chris, because that was through the reference, you know, hi, I've um, got a new inquiry from someone called Yusuf. Is he a weirdo? Chris like, mm. yes, but... Not, not too bad. Not that kind of weirdo. Like, I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to spoil this story, Yusuf. But this literally was told yeah. on the this last life hacks. Oh, no. <laughs> the okay. reason that you feel like it's such a funny story it feels very deja vu. is because it was on the trailer for the last life. Was hacks. it right? Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to your life hack. So, and we'll okay, my, to my life hack. This might be a repeat as well. Keep dental floss in the shower. Yes, yeah. yes, okay, repeat. Right, hang on. I think that's, I think that's so, now 100% of them have been repeats. Do you know why this is it? Because you I, haven't formatted your life hack. Yeah, you need a life hack for your life hacks. Okay, when you finished in the shower, this is another repeat, isn't it? I, I don't know. Finish it. Um, just give yourself a, he- a top-to-toe flick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, back. scraping. Yeah. I do a scraping. Do this, you do a scraping? The, no. This You've got one. a lot of you. So Johnny's going to hate this, but I think it minimises your towel, toweling off time I, I by do 50%. This, I've just instantiated this, like, since I was a kid. There we go. So, it, yeah, it, it's just like a natural... It's like, I read somewhere, um, someone was like, oh, life hack, spread your bum cheeks when you sit to have a poo. You're like, well, who sits with their bum cheeks We've pressed together? We've spoken about this before. Yeah. So, yeah, it, these it. are, like, natural... So you're flicking, you're flicking so that you spend less time with the towel. And so that your towel doesn't get as wet. Okay. Because... I don't think a towel really dries. I think a towel just stays takes wet from yeah, somewhere else. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> oh, right, I'm going to have to sort out the ones we've You got really are. Right, so I'm going to use one which is for any potential uh, landlords or landladies out there um, or anyone else who wants to work out whether someone is taking care of a room or a property. <clears throat> cameras. Uh, cameras is um, it's a bit of a blunt solution to this probably illegal as well i I think it is um so i've recently purchased a new property which has some tenants in it um as a gift to the tenants i've bought them a plant and cameron with a camera (laughs) um i've bought them a plant and in the, the point of the plant is 
if I go into the house and the plant's been tended to, it's been watered, probably pretty good indicator that nothing else in the house needs looking at. And I've taken this idea from... Not now, though, if they watch the podcast. They don't watch it. Oh, actually, shit, no, they do, and they all know who you are. Uh, it's fine. I'll block their, uh, I'll, uh, I'll block their IP. Okay. Um, so they're all, they're all uh, medical students anyway, so I'm sure they'll be sweet. But the idea was taken from, it's either Foo Fighters or Aerosmith, and their sound manager put into their hospitality rider. So before a big artist plays a show, they'll have a big tech rider, and it'll be... Um, this is the kind of amp system we need. This is how many guitar racks we need. This is the height of the step at the front for the lead singer to step on and the lighting system and all this sort of stuff. Um, and there'll be what's referred to as a hospitality rider, which is food, drink, we need these many kiwis and some juice and blah, blah, blah. Um, and this all gets sent over to the promoter or the event organiser. And in deep in the depths of the hospitality rider, one of the sound tech heads had put in that they wanted a bowl of M&Ms with no blue ones in. Oh, uh, yeah. And that was being used as a canary in the coal mine for if they've got no blue M&Ms in the bowl, they've definitely got the fucking lights and the sound and everything else. Mm. So he would judge with less scrutiny other things that are, are part of the rider, wherever. Uh, whereas if they have got the blue ones in, they think... The right. question is, in your situation, so if the canary dies, you don't go in the coal mine. But if your plant dies, what do you do? You look around the remainder of the house with more scrutiny. Right. Are they remembering to turn the extractor fan on when they go into the bathroom? Are they making sure that they're not leaving um, water in the bath? So, like, just other things, normal day-to-day housey things. So, ideally, you'd get tenants that, like, hate nature and hate plants. Because then you know that if they're managing the plant, that everything else is... Because the risk is that you have tenants who love plants Mm -hmm. but couldn't give a shit about damp in the bathroom. Good point. Good point. But a hamster. Dead hamster? Just a hamster. Or like a a fish. Fish tank. Get to feed the fish. The plant, as a non-sentient being to me, feels like a safer bet. Mm. Johnny. Got to swing again. If he says, get my haircut at home. <laughs> <laughs> He's been convinced. Um, so I was going to say go wad. Okay. But I, don't, I haven't used it enough. Let's, but, let's, hold, let's hold off on that one because I want to hear a proper experience and you haven't, I don't think you've used it for long enough. Okay. Enough. Um, this is a bit weak, but I'm going to go for it. Go to a hairdresser's. <laughs> no. Um, the new range of Fitbits. All oh. right. Excellent. What have you got? Are you showcasing it? So now? this is I am. So this is a Inspire HR, I believe it's called. Okay. So the Fitbit that I used to human have resources. Human resources. Fitbit human resources. The Fitbit, the, the older range of Fitbits, at least as far as I'm aware, the only the, the only one that was waterproof was the cheapest one, which had no screen. It was just it was the one I used to have, yep. if you do remember. Band. Um band with a little bit in it. A fit fit. It was fit. In it. Um, and that was waterproof and you could swim in it and stuff like that. And all the other ones, the more advanced ones that tracked your heart rate and stuff like that, weren't waterproof, which is a fuck on because every time you have to have a shower, you take it off and then you forget to put it back on again, etc. Um, I was walking the dog and something happened that flipped the Fitbit over and the bit came out. And this was like 
I think maybe even a day later, I just went like that. And there were no lights. I was like, that's weird. Broke. Squeeze it. Go on. How did you know that it was when you were walking the dog? Well, that's the only thing that I can track back the weather. So I think the the lead like flipped over because you don't, you know, I don't know about you, but my life isn't like violent or (laughs) there's not many things that like I could, I could have uh, lost it. So I was like, all right, fuck's sake, I'm going to have to buy a new one. Same price as the, so it was 80 quid, which is the same price as the old cheap one. You call them up and say, ah, I just want the bit. Just the not, bit. I don't want the fit. They don't sell it anymore. Mm. Uh, this is now the same. You got the this bit is, and the fit. So you can't go screenless anymore? Don't think so. <clears throat> I think they do a pebble type thing that maybe. you can maybe go screenless on. Yeah. So talk me through what's it called again? What's it do? Fitbit in, Inspire HR. So there is an Inspire, which is slightly cheaper, but the Inspire HR does full, shines a green light in your wrist and then the green light shines back and it measures your heart rate. Yep. So I've got like better sleep data, better calorie data, better mm-hmm. constant heart rate tracking. Mm-hmm. Similar to a whip band, but it stays on my wrist. Just... The only reason that you can't get your whip band to stay on is because you were wearing it too slack and had the wrong band on. It's, it, it really pains me that you, you weren't able to, um, it, it wasn't able to have enough time to like win you over mm. because of something as that was so basic. And obviously like the fact that it is so fundamental is exactly the problem. Mm. Um, but the fact that you weren't able to, like it didn't have time to win you over. The part that I don't understand about them is why, so that they use the same technology as Fitbit, I think. Well, they use, the, the visual, they use visual, yeah, but it's yeah. a different fidelity. But so it doesn't, there's not a need for the strap that a whoop has. Like, there's no reason that it couldn't be this strap, for example. Right. I don't know. Is it, or is there? It's comfort. Right. Cause it, so I tried different tightnesses, your strap, mm-hmm. that strap. Mm-hmm. Could the one strap that you should have had is the one that you can't get in the UK or couldn't get, but you can now. It's like they're fighting against me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Will, I, I wanted it to work. Will Ahmed, who is the CEO of Whoop, pounds of me wanted it to work. didn't reply to me uh, about my podcast invite either. So I can just well, go. Do you know what's crazy about Whoop actually? They were just on Joe Rogan. The, the, you've seen the amount of funding they've had. A lot of funding. They just hit mm. the market right. Um, so mm. my contract with Whoop is up um, and I'm not sure about whether or not I'm going to renew. Wow. So, so that's the only reason not I'm not expected. The only reason I'm not sure about whether or not I'm going it's to renew because Will Ahmed didn't. Will Ahmed. <laughs> Will Ahmed. Yeah, bless you. Come on, what's yours? No, no, Sorry. hold on. Sorry, I just want to hear a bit more about that. Just because I thought you were fully sold. So I do, I do really like them. Um, but I liked it a lot more when the I was getting it off the back of referrals. So right. I just don't know if it's worth thirty quid a month to me. Do you do anything with the data? I, like if it said if it came up and went a flashing red like Chris Fox like same bed. So it doesn't right. it doesn't inform my training, which is one thing I think a lot of us are too pig headed to just. I've got a training plan. I'm sticking to my training plan. Yeah. If it's a rest day and even though I'm green, I'm going to rest. And if it's, um, <clears throat> yeah. What determines whether I train or not is can I fit it in the week? Rather than like <laughs> One thing, yeah. which one thing, yeah. which I, I will miss will be the sleep tracking because mm. when I have phone out of room, that means no sleep cycle, which means that I need to have a wearable of some kind to track my sleep. I think the th- sleep tracking on them for me, when it stayed on my wrist all night was yeah. better than anything else I've tried. Yeah. Um, and obviously the HRV, yeah, like pretty hard to get HRV data. Impossible. But, it, but the question is, like, as you say, if it says rest and you don't, mm. then, well, even like, is it accurate enough to predict like all of the stuff going on with you physically mm. to say 
this is I'm my data is more important than your training plan and what you feel and all those things and you should rest today. It's just it's a lot of faith inform. in it. It's just to inform, isn't it? Are you going to get anything said? Again, I'm considering that, but I don't want anything. I don't like the idea of anything that's a smartwatch. Like I don't want something that displays text. So an iWatch is out of the question. Yeah, I refuse to like. But it's the battery life on them as well. Daily charge. A watch that you have to charge daily. Yeah, is, is yeah. terrible. Ridiculous. So one of the um one of the guys that I was away on the stag do with recently was wearing a Garmin, very good Garmin. Um, and he uses his for everything for swimming. And he said, I was like, I don't want anything that displays stuff. And he's like, oh, you can just turn off the link up for like uh, phone calls and text messages and stuff, which is quite good. Um, And I could use that because I'm swimming twice a week. I could use that and it'll, it works out your stroke rate, your cadence, your length time, your Mm. speed, everything for swimming, which is pretty attractive. And then it links up with a heart belt, which will track your heart rate. Um, and that's going to be more, way more accurate. Pisses all over this. Yeah, yeah. I've got a MyZone MZ3, which does the job as well. Mm-hmm. But that's again, that's another piece of tech. And there's something. This quantified self movement is kind of cool, but it just screams virgin to me as well. <laughs> like, there's. Did you see the post we put up the other day about like the 22 year? Was it the 22 year old Jim Goa virgin? No. Have a look at it. It's it's very. Nice. Very much on that. It's like coming in and doing 126.5 kilo deadlift for uh, yeah. three sets oh, of two yeah, today. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, again, that's another like powerlifting like thing Very for much, me. Yeah. Like I'm not going to overtrain. I'm going to have like these huge rests. I'm not going to like, you know, even you as someone who I consider to be m- as open-minded as you can get for a powerlifter. Mm-hmm. For the since the <laughs> beginning of the year, refused to do cardio with me because mm. you were worried it was going to defeat your gains. Yeah. And you're the most secular of the <laughs> of the powerlifters of the powerlifting brigade. I, yeah, yeah the, like, hasn't got a beard, hasn't shaved his head. Yeah, doesn't wear like well, metal shirts. It's, it's like it's and, like how the music taste that I know you and I have. I think I know you do to the you dabble school. Yeah, I, I try, but I just <laughs> it, 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 yeah. But like neither of us are dressed head Rock to and black, yeah. or and I I feel the mm. same way about. I think any community really powerlifting is really bad where people literally have all the gear and no idea like they've been training for six months but they've got the best shoes and the best SBD like you just need to go away for five years and train really hard and then consider and like yeah without a belt and pec deck three years of pec deck and then (laughs) then you're allowed so this is Johnny's like theory that everyone should have a mandatory three years of pec deck and um, like leg press and leg press because even like before you started doing CrossFit, so I, I bet there's people you see in CrossFit who you think like you just need to do pack deck and leg press for a year, <laughs> then come back, and you'll get a lot more out of CrossFit when you come back and you do a bit of pack deck. It's just like your rite of passage. Dumbbell rows, it's so la- lateral raises. Yep, you're totally right. Get excited right. about face pulls. Get your barbell row up to one sixty. Oh god, your VMO, your VMO is very silky today. Yeah, yeah, you are very soft. My, my VMO is normally pretty good these days. I think. Stopping squatting has been Stopping huge. So let me know again if this is a repeat. I need to sort my formatting out. Um, this is a dental one. And this comes from a friend of mine called Harpinder, who is a dentist. And he said, if you're going to eat sweet foods, eat them all in one go. So do not, for God's sake, have like slow, like don't graze on sweets. If you're going to eat sweets, go big or go home and do it in one block. Because... He said the 
the window of time that sugar causes an insult to the teeth is over 20 minutes. And so if you eat more sugar within that 20 minute period, there's no extra damage, but you will cause more damage by like, if you had like a, a skittle every 20 minutes, then mm. you've completely done so the worst I, thing. I get it from a dental perspective, but from right. a satiating pers- mm. perspective, it's completely uh, contrary. It's, yeah. Unlike a realism, like living your life. It is. Um, but on, on that note, oh, and this is not good for you, but um, a chocolate bar that I've rediscovered recently that is That's really it. the unsung hero of all chocolate bars, the picnic bar. Absolutely beautiful. Like... However, um, what's what's it contain? Come on, so it's it's I think it's, it's nougat, raisins, and peanuts. This would kill you. Yeah, in some kind of nut, um, in a kind of rocky texture. Unfortunately, reviews on Asda are very low because they've made them smaller and not and kept price the same, which is a bit naughty. But I guess if you're interested in lower calories, then it's kind of good. But you could just eat less of a bigger bar. Um, so yeah, who eats part of one bar? Well, that, that's the problem, isn't it? Like the portion control, or so much of the obesity problem is bigger portions, and then people feeling because we're so puritan, we're obliged to finish our plate. And that's not. the thing in America, man. Like when I was in America, the Cheesecake Factory, the fucking size oh, of the portions, isn't it? The starters were too big to finish. Yeah, the starters. <laughs> starters were too big to finish. They had a, um, they had a salad. A salad that was two thousand one hundred cows. As a, as a single serving, single serving, one person main salad. I mean, even if it's not a main, like that is exceeding daily calories for most people. Two thousand one hundred cows, unreal. But in the on the flip side of that, but it was delicious. And the, well, yeah, probably mm. was. I didn't order it. Um, on the flip side of that, they have. Every single food, every single meal has the cows listed next to it, including drinks. And they have a menu bigger than some restaurants in the UK's menus of light bites that are like under 600 cows. And there's shitloads of stuff in there that was really nice. 600 mm. calories is still a pretty big meal. It's a main meal. Though. Yeah. Like for, yeah. I mean, that's for a light bite. Would, would you rather have... No, no, no. It's So it was, they called it light bites, but it was just a main that happens to be oh, under okay. 600 oh, cows. Right, okay. So no, it was a full meal. Like it was a... a a salmon on like rice with this and this and this or whatever. So, so I'd rather have that. I'd rather have all the calories laid out, even if every meal is 2000 plus calories, because then you can just eat half of it. Mm. But like, I suppose that predicates that you are able to take a portion and not yeah. eat all of it. Well, I mean, yeah, I, do, I think that's quite difficult, but yeah, the problem that I see with Americans or America's food crisis in general is that people are making the wrong choices they, ha- they are better informed in America by an, a real margin than we are over here for what what is going in their mouths. And they're changing stuff now so they can't have, in Happy Meals for kids, they have to give them f- fruit and a juice. They can't give them fries and a soft drink unless, oh, really? unless specifically requested. Did you get a soft drink in any of these like fast food places? So I was... I when I go to America, I make a point of trying all of the different uh, sweet zero calorie teas. Uh, okay, mm. they're they're very good. Arizona ones, just all everything. Like. There's shitloads of different teas, and I, I really like them. They are good. Just iced tea. I, yeah, iced tea yeah. with with sweetener in. Right, gets get a couple of packets of Splenda, uh, mix okay. that in, and because I was just saying it. because of like the sizes of the 
Um, you know, like the paper. Well, they got the gallons, cups. like half gallons of fucking. It's mental. Yeah, like their small is easily our large. Like anyone who's somewhere. seen Super Size Me, like the like the yeah, the fucking really good. The Super Size One is genuinely yeah, like huge. It's a bucket. Um, right, what do we got? Da da da. Okay, so anyone who goes to the gym, this is the most optimal way to mix your post-workout shake. So most people, and I see this all the time in the gym, people going out and they may either have, what's it called where it's got the grating? What's that particular style of shaker called? The gratin. Uh, no. Anyway, <laughs> so there's, there's two there's two different, two main types. One is where you've got a little whisk ball and the other one is where you have a grate that goes across the top of mm. the shaker. For either of those shakers, this strategy is the same, although for the whisk, it's slightly more effective. You don't want to be doing a linearly reciprocal motion. This has to be a hyperbolic parabola. <laughs> well, uh, not far off. I just, okay. I think I. You want to twist. Yeah. You want to go in rotary. You want to be going okay. side to side. And the way that I know that's true is the original use of the whisk in the protein shaker. That whisk was actually made for whisking eggs. So that whole product wasn't built for protein. Yes, the little ball, yeah. whiskey ball, into a meringue. Was what, it was bit, it was no? Oh, so no, you'd have a right. little, a much, <laughs> a much smaller bottle that had the whisk in, and on the original trademark for that product, the demonstration is like this. So side to side is much more effective, um, and it just it, related question. When you so imagine, imagine the picture of the scene. You're about to shake a protein shaker. What do you do with your index finger? On top. Always on top. I've, oh, I, mean that. <laughs> I fucking tell oh, you. <laughs> so there was a scene in uni, me, flatmate, audio broadcast. We're an audio broadcast See, we're room. three people that have learned this lesson the hard way. And, yeah. and that's just instinctive now. Well, so, so, <laughs> give a mixed protein shake. So you put two scoops in, fill two the scoops. water. Put the scoop in Screwed the lid on and then just went like this. And as he did that, me and the flatmaker were like, whoa! <laughs> and he shakes it, and obviously nothing happens. But it's crazy, the, like, oh, the, the visceral, visceral reaction. Like, oh, mate, put your finger on the lid! <laughs> You've necessarily got someone who has strong arm flexors and is, like, doing that violently, and yeah. it's like... But in, the, in, like, the more modern ones so with, the, with the whisk ball, the lid does shut down pretty firmly. Yeah, but I, I give it a proper bite. So, yeah, but I mean, press it, and it almost... Clicks really clicks in. So have you transitioned to steel shakers yet? No. I've got... Oh. So I keep hearing about this, though. Thank you to the Protein Works for giving Johnny his new steel shaker, which I will give him once we finish this podcast. Fantastic. Um, but it's anyone who's out I'm there who's listening. And oh, actually, I'm wondering orange. if it's the gold one or the silver one. Orange. Matte orange. Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's fantastic. That's nice. Metal one. Metal matte orange. That's very nice. Um, so they don't smell. They smell a lot less much significantly easier to clean and it's just the fact that if you drop it it's like you know when you drop one a plastic one you're always like mm. like as it's about to hit the floor this is just bulletproof and it, you, over time it gets dense which is actually like pretty cool and like it's quite, it a rustic feel it's pretty it? hardcore Battle so hard. I've been um, at, I mean it won't apply much now because of summer but I've been putting hot water in mine because in the plastic one hot water and plastic bad yeah. idea mm-hmm. but just Fill it up with hot water or tea, take it to the gym, warms your hands up on the mm. way in. Especially You've transitioned to metal, haven't you? Yeah, because I cycle to the gym as well. So obviously, like if, you, if it's cold outside, you just can't move your hands properly. 
tennis elbow. Man, plastic, plastic shakers. Hot liquid in the gym <clears throat> feels wrong. wrong. Well, when it's a really cold day, it's so yeah. lovely. I think having a cold drink when it's like, like brass testicles so got, cold is. Mm. Uh, I've got two two elements that are little ancillary bits to doing the shaker. Um, definitely, anyone who wants to buy one because they are fantastic and they continue to support the podcast, there will be a link to the steel shaker from the Protein Works in the. Uh, show notes below and also that will include a, a discount code if I can find one um, first thing is when I spoke about the um, trademark the patent for it have you ever seen the original patent for the toilet roll holder no this finishes the debate about whether or not the toilet roll should be set to go over the top or under the bottom so there shouldn't even be a debate yeah I know so it, what do you think in front over the top so that it's closest to you yep Yes, okay. exactly, exactly. Yeah. So. And that's how the original patent it's is. It's not a psychopath f- test, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it's how the original patent is filed. Right. So this is closest to you. Yeah. Right. I want to send it up. How do you even do it? Over the top. behind the back. How do you? Well, just a difficulty. Just... Like you've got to. What do you mean? So it needs it needs more limbs, doesn't it, to like anchor it in place? No, I do. You, do you have to hold it? Yeah, it's, it's a pull and yank. Yeah, or, or to the side. Mm. Um, I still you still do front. that. You'd still be able to do that if it was on the other side. You've got a fish behind it and like, oh, it's just awkward. It's presuming there's not a little bit hanging down. Mm. I, I always now play the game of like, can I... I don't need to Towards know that. Towards it and you go... Just, I don't want a second hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to the side. Yeah, but it's fun oh, to do it. It's a game. Right? Yeah, yeah. The big downside though. Except, oh, if I, I mean, I was going to say, have you ever got it wrong? Mm-hmm. If you ever get it really, really wrong? Toilet roll that's out of control is... I, it always surprises me how... And and also how quickly things become if chaotic. you try and roll it back up you never get it the same oh it's it, miles it, it, away <laughs> it's this like soft mess yeah does Dexter not like do that on toilet roll and no. I think animals seem to love like unravelling toilet rolls yeah <laughs> how do we get onto that Chris's tip Chris's patent patent fire away what have you got I think I'm almost out I mean oh, we can't God. be running on empty for life hacks man well, I always expect. I've us got loads of repeats if anyone wants. <laughs> so I do have one that it's not really a life hack. The the tip is just Sam ovens. Oh, Sim. <laughs> do you mean Sim? Sim. Sim ovens. Chris doesn't like Sam ovens because he's not someone that doesn't look like a. <laughs> Why don't you like Sam ovens, Chris? Massive virgin. He's got a wife. Massive virgin. Okay, so Sam ovens is a massive virgin, per Chris. But an interesting guy on YouTube. I think he's great. Give him a watch. What one video from Sam Ovens do you think that everyone should watch? You're going to get one crack at this and I'm not going to let you do it again. Oh, Christ. Things I wish I learned in my 20s. I mean, it depends what what the person's interested in. I mean, Johnny, you've got one. You've got one. Just go on his YouTube channel. No, you have one. Because I need to... Most popular video on his YouTube channel at that time. Just watch that. So the... Because the life hack audience would like say things I wish I'd known or like mm. the the twenties one's all about business. Ah, uh, okay, no. The online business one's really good. His chaos series is really good. Chaos. His productivity stuff's really good. Mm. Mindful That's, of weeds. The is productivity really good. one was good. What's the one on productivity? Some of them's on YouTube. Productivity. Cool. Right. Scone. So, <clears throat> again, tell me if this is a repeat. If someone, so this is. A submission from Tess. If you're watching Tess, did she cut your hair? Very good. No. So she is a nurse in the Freeman Hospital, and her tip was: 
if you see a man doing a poo in a plastic bag in a cubicle, get aggressive immediately. That is the way to stop it. So she opened the cubicle um, curtain, saw a man doing a poo in a plastic bag. She's like, you are not doing... Get out of there. You're doing it in the toilet. And she just immediately went on the attack. And I think that is an incredible response to have... Well, had, she have had she have tried to broach the subject with more diplomacy? Oh, then you would have continued pooing. Yeah, it would have been a mess. But he was so shocked by her just being immediately on the offensive. Why... But, Okay, so this is a man in a hospital. Yeah, but he but he. Why was he pooing in a plastic he bag? He wasn't ill enough. Unwell, mentally unwell. No, not mentally unwell, and not ill enough to have to to not be able to make it to the. So what was his reason? He was in a cubicle. In you know, in like a in a bay. I thought you meant in a toilet. In a toilet yeah. cubicle. No, in, just in a bed bay. So if you're in a hospital. <clears throat> Yeah, and you see someone in a hospital bed. bed well, there's a wider lesson to be, to be gained from this, which I think is like she had the the wherewithal to just immediately go for it. And so, another example: your friend, um, who was the captain of the Newcastle Falcons, saw some bother going on. Immediately ran over, picked up. That's it. Two just got it, got it, got involved, and just put them in a wheel in a wheelie bin. In a wheelie bin. Yeah. So. So just fully dispensing with people. Fully, I see. Yeah, so just so when you see a problem, don't try and just. But then you, you, you have to try and deal with it. It's just you may be sticking yeah. your nose in and committing overly committing to something that you don't need to. Then there's a lot of delicacy. That's it. I think this is a good life hack for someone who's probably over the age of like twenty five or thirty. Mm. I think someone who's 18... Well, they'll be too trigger happy. Yeah, they're going <laughs> yeah. to they're, they're pull the trigger too soon. So, so my, my sister says, don't half fight anyone. She, she's a... Um, I mean, she, she's a bit of a fighter, but I think... Bless you. But that <laughs> that that makes sense, though, where it's like, you wouldn't... If you went up to someone in the street and you just kind of, like, bonked them on the nose, yeah. but not, like, mm. properly, you're going to end up in a much worse situation than if you just absolutely, like... Nail them. It's, I think it's not, just not, about not, you shouldn't go out and just assault someone. I think legally you'd be in a better position if you just gave him a little bonk really well, is it still skip, assault it's still skip, but it might go from assault to GBH mm-hmm. where you go from okay. being like a misdemeanor to you go to jail it's okay. a it's a fight I, ended, I, know, I think I know what you're saying and it doesn't have to be about fights I suppose it's just about like doing any Commit task to like, do it properly do mm-hmm. 100% I feel, I feel so bad for you running out of life hacks man because I'm just looking at a list that's longer than the list that I've given today you need I, w- I really think both of us please uh, just reflect don't both read. of us are adamant about the fact that your mm. barrier for what you consider to be a life hack is too high I think you, that you'll I, have many blind spots that you are uh, great so I, that, I, between life hacks episodes not much changes in what I do, but within the productivity realm, I think you do are, a lot. You've got that down because Possibly. you're operating under no constraints, which people think is great, but actually it's the hard. It's operate. It's productivity on hard. Paradox of choice, isn't it? Yeah, because you wake okay. up and it's like I could just stay in bed and no one would notice. So, uh, right. Plans? So I am going to do a final one, and it's quite a nice one actually. I'd be interested to hear both of your thoughts on. Um, Drive without any music or sound playing. So a lot of, certainly in this room, all of us will be um, optimization evangelists trying to, oh, well, I've got this drive. I'm not doing anything else. Auditorily, I can use this time to learn or catch up on something or listen to some music that gets me in a mood, which is optimal for what I'm about to do. Maybe if you're going to the gym, that's how I do it. Um, But recently... 
I have read uh, Digital Minimalism by Cal Newport. Mm -hmm. And in Digital Minimalism, he gives a fantastic definition of solitude. You remember that? Vaguely. So solitude is a time when your mind is free from the input of other minds. And that's different to being on your own. Mm. Um, and also different to being lonely. Loneliness is something which is unhealthy. And time on your own where you still have the input of other minds is not solitude. Does he use walking as an example? Do you go for long walks? Yes. Mm. One of the things that he yeah. does. But um, yeah, so I've just been doing a drive. Again, I've instantiated it into my day. So mine is now a part of my morning routine. So my morning drive to the gym is done in silence. And that will be after I've journaled, meditated, read a book and potentially done some deep work. So if there was ever a time to sit in silence and reflect about what's just gone on and how I'm going to spend my day ahead and mm. stuff like that, it's then. And I have to say, driving without any music on and without any sound on is actually really nice and engaging. And taking in a little bit more of the scenery, allowing myself to bookend whatever learning I've just gone through. Um, it's. I'd be interested to see if you guys implement it, how it works for you. I know that... I do it occasionally because, well, like driving is even on it on its own quite a complex task. But after like a year, a year after passing your test, you kind of forget that it was ever hard. Yeah. But there's so much going on that if you make to make a you know a 17 year old just learning to drive, just playing some loud metal music at the same like, time, oh, overwhelm. Yeah. Overwhelm. I I think I do it automatically after training. Because I just like, like after training, I just like want to have a chill out. I just want people to leave me alone. Mm -hmm. You know, like you just you just been listening to heavy stuff. Well, that's what powerlifting will do, I guess. With like frying your CNS so bad, especially if you're, you're just like lifting heavy. Yeah, and you've had like loud music, heavy stimulus. I don't want like a podcast or a book or music. Just quiet. Yeah, but it's not. I'm probably not getting the same benefit as yeah when you're in a fresher state of mind. Yeah, I'd be interested if yeah. you would, if you adopt it. I'd be really interested to see how you feel. Or maybe when you do your morning walk to... So I've been doing a few walks, but by accident. Silence. Yeah. Like my, my phone will be low on battery or Oh, or shit. How's the new AirPods? Fine. I so I got new AirPods. You heard it first here, guys. <laughs> I, think the that the I think that the fact that you haven't come in singing and dancing about AirPod mm. 2s means that... Well, so had I not lost my AirPods, I wouldn't have bought AirPod 2s. Put it that way. Why didn't you buy AirPod? Oh, because you had inquisitiveness. Mm. Looking back, do you wish that you'd saved the 30 or 40 quid? Um, so I think they'd be better if I had... I don't think Johnny could live with himself with AirPods 1 when AirPods 2. Yeah. But you would have done had you have already had them and now with the benefit of hindsight. So, okay, so the, the Hey Siri functionality is cool. So if he... She just loves it. Oh. She's so responsive. Yeah. Um, so if you use hey that... Siri. Hey Siri. Hey. There you go. I think that's just the slowness of your book. Yeah. Well, yeah. it might it might be that you've got quite an old phone. The Quran's too small. Quran. Quran. A Quran. Um, don't worry, Habibi. It's a macro. <laughs> so, so that that functionality is really cool. Um, I asked someone else about the double tap left, double tap right. Yeah. Who told me that they their feature their AirPod ones don't have skip songs on. They're not using the function the uh, functionality correctly. It's in so it's, settings on Bluetooth. This is Ben. Miss Ben. Ben. Ben's it, got it wrong. Ben isn't using it right. Yeah. I'll put that to Ben. Sorry, Ben. Your your app is not temperamental, and neither are your AirPods. They're a piece of technology, just the same as the rest of ours. 
he really squeezes the lemon with the Apple infrastructure. Mm. Like he uses it to its end. I'm afraid. Can I see yours? We have Can found. I see the... We have found where the rubber meets the road, my friend. <laughs> so anyway, so that fe- that feature for me was cool because for me that was a. Chris, a... let me just get my phone out. <laughs> Right. Hello. <laughs> do you know what's happening tomorrow? I'm actually getting a new phone. I can't do it because they're not connected. Sorry. Um, Convenient. So what I was going to say, what I was going to say was, if I had an iPhone X or whatever with ch- wireless charging, mm-hmm. and I had a wireless charging mat, mm. you'd get a lot of benefit out of that. I think being able to wirelessly charge your headphones, just nice. It's just a for me, induction charging is such a gimmick. The only thing that I can see that works for induction charging is what's come out on those new Samsungs where you can charge share, we can share charge between phones. Mm. So if I've got a hundred percent and you've got like 10%, you can, you can take some of my yeah. charge. Yeah. And that is fucking. What about being able to charge your headphones on the phone? Okay. Yeah. So oh, yeah, charging, charging other devices from them from on a table. device, which currently doesn't charge other devices, mm. but all that you need is a lightning to lightning cable and for Apple to have that in an iPhone. Yeah, why don't they do that? Don't know. That doesn't exist, does it? No. Right. No. You might um, be able to get a bean one, but well, I don't no, think you, you, can, you can't send charge. You from can't the send AirPods. charge. I see. It would just be like whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> it would be sucking power yeah. out out of both of them, <laughs> oh. which is a bad idea. You send up at zero on both. <laughs> so, so, so that that functionality is nice, but they they are the same. They're the same essentially. Uh, I am the next time that we do a life hacks, I will have a. X S Max, the 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 pro pro one like the largest like best yeah. this big wow. size of this sofa. Oh yeah. god, it's large. It'll be like so. I'll see. I will be able to. It'll be re- interesting. So Beck has got an X, I think. Norlex. Yeah. So, but like not having that button takes a while. Like just when you're using it. it. Yeah. And you have to use the side button a lot more, and then you unlock it with your face and all that stuff. I imagine once you're used to it, it's. Smooth. I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna miss having the home button, but it's getting. Then got out. his for one. Was it? It was really cheap. He got it for one pound, effectively, because of the or for one pound cheaper than. It was. A, it was a Black Friday like Vodafone deal. He, he basically it. got the overlap of about twelve different discount yeah, events yeah. all the, in one. Again, the problem with that is that we're buying our SIM free. Me and Darren yeah. will both be going in to buy our SIM free without contract, mm. and the contracts dealt with separately. So. Um, so he's keeping the same sim, keeping the same... Keep the same everything, buy it sim free, move everything across. Like that, again, for anyone who's listening, that's a fucking fantastic life hack. Buy your phone. If you've got the cash, buy your phone outright. Yeah. Because the deal that you can get on your contract, you're paying over the odds to finance the phone from someone who's not built to finance phones. What um, people don't realise when they take out consumer credit, which is what it is when you either pay up to pay your insurance monthly or you get a phone contract that's monthly and you get the phone for free is that you're taking out an extremely high interest loan and a sub-quality sub, yeah, con- contract deal an overpriced contract deal for yeah. what you get but because people don't really annualise it people don't multiply out the time you're, you're getting absolutely rinsed a lot of people are used to paying like 30 quid a month or whatever for their yeah. phone they so just think it's just the next phone some phone companies mine nearly did this to me once you reach the end of your they just go turn, like they keep charging you at the rate that you've been paying. Oh, sometimes so they even increase Once you've well. paid the phone off, technically, you, that's the debt paid. Motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. They continue so just billing you 40 quid. Jeez. So, what so you, you have to do... ring them and say, downgrade me to 
a SIM only so contract. You need to use Bill Monitor, which I can't remember. It might have been Lifehax one hundred and one. Not not spoken about yet. Ah, oh, okay. The motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Is this like Toby? This is developed. <laughs> this is developed by Oxford mathematicians. Oh god! And it's like it's an algorithmic market search. You put in the constraints, or you you give them the login for your previous contract data, your usage. Is this only for phones? For phones, yeah. So oh. minutes versus uh, minutes allowance versus minutes used data, etc. And it finds what is the best contract or combination of offers across any network, and you set. Do you want SIM free? Do you want contract? Do you want um, how much data do you want or whatever? But ultimately, you can just put it all in and it'll it'll just generate it for you based on your usage. Apple's new so, trade-in feature is awesome. So this is going... I'm, I'll be trading this in tomorrow. Does it not give you like 10 quid for it though? 275 quid, which is 20 quid more than musicmagpie.com will give me. Really? Uh, the, Music Magpie would be a rip as well, though, wouldn't it? Like, so where I got rid of my last one? Music Magpie is not bad. What would it sell on Amazon for? Or what, know. a refurbed one? Yeah. Oh, fuck no. It's probably a lot. Probably 500 quid. But I can't do it that way. And I'm not, I can't be bothered with eBay. I can't be bothered with Facebook okay. Marketplace. So it's quite good if you, if, if you just want no admin. Yeah. And it's but in the realm. Like, you're only going to get... So 275 for that. But 300 but, difference, though. Well, uh, okay, like, no, no, so 200 quid, 225 I quid. I don't think the difference mm. is that big, you know. I don't think it is. Maybe 400 no. quid, actually, maybe maybe even less. Because yeah. people don't want, like, typically people That's don't a want 7 plus, phones. that's like yeah. 3 years old now. You'd probably okay. get an X or an 8, but I think if you go much old, because you run into software problems, yeah, ultimately, yeah. don't you? because they get granddad. Well, they just, they just the... price them out of the... Mine, mine's starting to get problems, but this has been the longest lasting one. Like, 3 years... Just under three years. It was three years in September with the same phone. So this, it's, it's exactly the same. I remember it's, when you, it's getting battery issues and so I've replaced the battery in mine on the last day. You? The last day that Apple Care existed. Ah, oh, right, yeah. Um, consumer law. Consumer, you love consumer law. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens when you've got friends that work in Apple. They replace things under consumer law. Um, <laughs> they do it because I was I was looking because you know the um, the most expensive MacBook. It's yes. like six th- so I was seeing what is the most expensive MacBook to yeah, prove spec the fucking thing yeah. and it is like six and a half grand um, but they do a <laughs> <laughs> I'm just realising <laughs> but they do it they do a MacBook trade-in which yeah. I swear they didn't used to do so when, you, uh, when you're at okay. the checkout um, it says would you like to trade in a MacBook and you put in your serial number yeah. and they give you yep. I think it was mine was like 500 quid or something Oh, I've just missed that then. They they didn't do it with mine. What do you mean? Like, I, I, you I just would have done that, yeah. I, I think you it. sold it. You'd have got more money than... an eBay nightmare, though. Oh, but... did you? Oh, I remember. Yeah. Can we talk about it? <sighs> yeah. Are you, you outside of the libelous window for it? Probably. I think there's no such thing. I mean, it... it do what you want. Like, it was the guy's fault, but um, I sold a MacBook <clears throat> and... Drenched in porn, I imagine. <laughs> it's dripping, <laughs> dripping with porn. So it said, like, these are the specs. Here, here, here it is working. And it was fine. I had the motherboard replaced and it, I tested it. Worked absolutely fine. Did all the, like, di- pro- the proper Apple diagnostic tests through the thing. Included the results on that. Guy bought it. He was a tech guy. And I think he'd been tampering with it. Um, 48 days after buying it. He sent me a photo of the of it working, saying like, "Oh, the battery's not very good." It's like, well, yeah, it's a six-year-old laptop, and it said I said on the thing like I included the battery health and the number of cycles and stuff. And the following day, he was like, "Oh, now it doesn't turn on at all." You're like, "Oh, that's that's interesting." 
the day after you sent me a picture of it working, 49 days after you bought it, it's suddenly mm. not working at all. And he's like, I want a refund. He's like, well, I don't really know like what you expected. Like, I'm sorry it's failed, but it was working when I sold it to you. Devices mm-hmm. don't. And he escalated it to eBay and then eBay were like, no. Escalated to PayPal. Have you, have you had your account shut down on PayPal? No, PayPal ruled in my favour. Oh, that's good. Because they were like... This guy's a you, pleb. You bought mm. something that, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think what he'd done is he tried to like play with the thing himself, broke it, and then was like, oh, I want a refund. Yeah. So I sold my, before my current laptop, I sold the MacBook on eBay to a guy, sounds very similar to that, and I had an argument with him in a car park. He called me a scoundrel. A Did scoundrel. Call, yeah. yeah. said, you absolute scoundrel. <laughs> I, so this guy, I, I'm in Shell Garage um, car park at Newcastle Airport dealing with this guy. So in, in, in person? I, I met him in person, yeah. As opposed to, to mailing it. Yeah. Well, he was relatively local. So he'd driven to oh. the... And, and he was, was just... Where? Shell Garage. Shell Garage, Newcastle Airport. There is a certain type of personality of people that... Buy a second-hand eBay. Mac. Yeah. And mm. I've realised eBay is much more of a headache than it gets... And they charge like a 15, 30% fee. Facebook yeah. Marketplace, they can find out where you work. Oh, yeah. True. And what did he say? He was just... Like he was picking the whole thing apart, and I just I, I sat there thinking, like, like this is getting to the point now when this wasn't worth it. Like when you net eBay fees and the time yeah, and like really the is. questions he had about it before we got to this point and the que- like questions yeah. now, and you just think, like, I think I, I think I saw it was yeah, a like, MacBook uh, eleven inch thing. So like, what do you expect? Like you you you're getting a so I just I just think people who buy stuff like that that's quite old and very like off pace of what's available. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're just a certain type of person. They're already they're, trying to drill down to into, the finest possible. Yeah, yeah. But they want it's the same as the people who sign up for your six pound one off course and <laughs> also complain about the fact that it's not fully per- customized yeah, yeah. and doesn't inc- involve like a personal call once a week. Hey, this this doesn't have three thousand pounds worth of coaching in yeah, the six pound product yeah. I don't but Apple just avoid all of this don't they by just pricing themselves well, they super just, high like things are expensive and you can afford it or you can't and yeah. enough people can fuck that, off that they don't need to deal with the man the general the general public like sometimes when I get <laughs> exposed to the general public mm-hmm. like places like planes mm-hmm. and airport like waiting waiting bits planes is the big one because you're forced in a, in a container I was on a train. I was messaging you guys the last time that I was on a train, and the train picked up um, some young party goers in York and dropped them off in Darlington. And I heard for the entirety of the oh, journey yeah. from York to Darlington, <laughs> I heard them argue about whose house they were going to have the pre-party at. Like mm-hmm. the whole way, I'm just like, "Look, guys, I don't want to go all podcast on you here, but life actually is too short." And if yours isn't too short, then mine fucking is. <laughs> and by the way, this is B coach, which is the quiet coach. So can everyone leave? And I was just yeah. Thinking, people choosing to go on the quiet coach to, to just have gesticulate like, about this. Thing. And there was one girl of this whole like situation. Sometimes going sensory on. assault as well, and they have like hairspray, and you're like, oh, it was yeah, it was like, multimedia. Not, not only like infiltrating, yeah. yeah. And uh, this one girl kept on saying. So they were talking about are they going to have it at Dan's house or are they going to have it at Chris's house? Dan wanted it at his house and Chris wanted it at his house. No, Chris, mate, we're going to have it at my house. And then he'd say, no, Dan, mate, we're going to have it at mine. But every time that Chris said, we're going to have it at my house, his girlfriend piped up and said, 
our house, Chris. Every single time. Oh. We're going to have it at my house, our house. We're going to have it at my house, our house. Like the whole time. And I was like, surely she's going to give up here. Every time that he said it, she corrected him. I'm like, fair play to that girl. Like draw lines in the sand. We said it Persistent. in, rela- in uh, Relationships 101. Bright but lines. I kind of get the impression that you and Chris aren't going to last that long. Maybe Chris was clinically deaf, and, <laughs> and that's why he was suggesting to Dan. That's why he was shouting. Listen, Dan, my house, and that's why they went in a quiet coach because they thought that he'd be because they thought it was silent, <laughs> and it wasn't. Wow. I've witnessed Yusuf. So we were on the way back from I think London. Mm. I can't remember where we'd been, and it was noisy, and it got oh, some yeah. people got on the train really drunk, and this the two guys swinging. started sweet Caroline, sweet Caroline. Oh. <laughs> Uh, and you, I could just watch the tide just go like this. I kept saying, it, just, it was, right, man, it was ooty and leaflets all over again. <laughs> <laughs> like, just let it go, just let it go. And he was like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Continue talking. And then I would say something and have to say it again. And when I said it again, I just saw him go. <laughs> Actually, before this, can you straight down the pipe of that camera and into the microphone so the listeners at home hear? Can you explain the thing that Yusuf does before he's about to deliver some news that you know someone doesn't so want? There's a, there's almost like a multiple gasps of breath. So it's. <laughs> <laughs> so I watch. I watch. Do you that. not think it's faster than that? I think it's a, the the frequency is a bit more like. It, no, it's not. It's definitely a. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think it's due to? I, I think, think it's, it's like... a vestige from when I used to have a stutter when I was little. Oh, oh so that, that would be your warm up. Bad. Yeah, so sometimes certain syllables wouldn't come out. So you had to almost trick your brain into either pretending you're going to sing the syllable. Yep. Or like mm-hmm. take an inhale and then go, ah, oh, God. What? <laughs> so, what it looks like is you're just looking for a space in the conversation to say something. It doesn't, it doesn't uh, okay. look like a tick or anything That's like that. That's good. I'm glad it doesn't but, just look like... But so I st- and when you see that happen, it's like, oh, fuck. like get down, <laughs> take cover. Um, and you I said, what you want. I think the words were like, <laughs> I don't mean this in a nasty way. Okay, but you said something like, can you just keep it down a bit, please, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you mind keep it down, so mate? Mark Corrigan. Yeah, very Mark Corrigan. And this, the carriage literally just went, no noise. And there was a f- I, and and then the, the couple of people go like, yeah, just keep it down. And like the 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 woman that was with the couple went like, see, I told you. <laughs> and then and literally this the carriage was then silent. Fixed it. You're a man of the people. So it's, it's, You're a man of the people. Man of the well, like but they were being so temperature abrasive. and noise are the things yeah. that you cannot abide. Well, I've got PTSD from flying to New York years ago because someone in front of me <laughs> was doing like the most. They must have had like a toxic mega colon or something. It was like... Is that the medical term? Oh, it, it was like... Is that K- like a, a big piece of punctuation? KFC puff puffs. Oh, for, God. For, for, for a five-hour flight. Can you think of a particular medical issue that they might have had? Can you name us a medical issue? I, I think just probably like irritable bowel Vaginosis. or like... Is there, not, is there not a funnier wording one? Some some really... Might have been glands related. <laughs> uh, clitoromegalinegrum. Have you considered uh, it might have been... Clitoromegalinegrum. It, it may well have been, but but that uh, that tends not to be characterised by a fried chicken puff puff. <laughs> it was so awful. Like 
Oh, I, they just, like, for, you just like, dry ratchet for the whole journey. What is it, like five hours or something? They kept doing it. Seven. Like, yeah, I mean, fair enough, like, they can't fart anywhere else, but... <laughs> That's like, a really good point. Mate, can you not fart inside? Because well, it's actually, toilet. on a plane, almost more selfish to get up every time and go to the toilet to fart. Is it? If you, well, think how often you'd have to ask the person next to you to move and... Mm-hmm. Choose an aisle seat. Oh, man, if I've you can afford to use an RC. I've got so many f- travelling ones that I've got over the last week. I am. Um, we would... may have to theme the life hacks. I reckon that'll get Johnny's juices. Yeah, that's what I need. I need some I'm prompts. not theming the life hacks, man. You're just going to start taking them down. Okay. People like the pick and mix nature, right? I'll try my best. So, um, I'll finish on this. Yesterday, uh, I was on a plane back from New York, and there was a guy sat behind me, and I didn't turn around and look properly. So I put my seat in, leaned it back, and then immediately felt like some movement in my lower back. And I was like, it's a bit weird. He mustn't have sorted his stuff out. And uh, then I heard him say something pretty quickly after I'd done it. And I turned around and it was maybe a late 40s American man who said something to the effect of, why have you moved your seat back? And I said, that's what the button's for. Um, That's that's a crisp response. (laughs) And he said, well, no one else on the plane's moved their seat back. And it's I was like, like, you can move your seat back just as much and then we're all so back in the same I, position. I, I then said to him, I was like, look, I'm not moving their seats back. I'm moving my seat back. Then just went back to re- reading me book. Reading me book. book. <laughs> 10 minutes of constant movement in my lower back. And I thought this guy must have brought his knees up to his chest to annoy me or something. I'm like, how infantile is this guy? And I'm reading, still reading me book. Enjoying you it. Always get someone like but, just, Yeah, that's what I was, I was thinking. Yeah. That surely not. So anyway, I turned around and I said, after 10 minutes, I'm like, uh, we're getting a little bit agitated here. My Zen's getting lost. Is there an issue? Politely. <laughs> Is there a problem? Um, it's this, it's that. <laughs> so awful. <laughs> he was sat next to his daughter and wife as well. So, And I'm like, look, like, is there is there an issue? And he said, look, uh, there's just, there's not a lot of room here. Um, I, I, was he a long man? So I, he, I had I already really made the decision. Out. I'd already made the decision to myself that I was just going to move my seat up. I was like, I would much sooner have my journey in peace than have to interact with this man. Mm. And I think that that generally in itself is a good heuristic to use for these sorts of situations. Mm. Like, yes, you're seceding ground and maybe you shouldn't, but immediately it's not about win and lose. It's not about he's got the victory and you've got the loss. It's about the fact that you were at peace with your situation. Mm. And that, to me, was much more satisfying. Even if you have to sit more upright. It's slightly like, a bit more upright, but I don't have his knees in my back anymore. And it turned I thought out... you were going to say when you moved it back that he had his head down for something and then oh, you like, pinned no, him in place. Him. No, oh. that would have been... So it didn't bad. get worse than that? No, so I, he, t- and he said, um, uh, I'm six foot four. Like, and he, like, sure enough, like, he couldn't move his knees out of the way. And I hadn't even moved my seat all the way back. Six foot four. Then the lady came round and uh, uh, got some drinks and he passed me a coffee and said, thank you very much for that. And then uh, when he went to sleep, said, I'm going to sleep with my legs out to the side of in the aisle, because we were both in the aisle. Like, feel free to move your seat back now. And then asked me a bunch of questions about how to use Uber in London for him and his family when we got off, off the plane at the end. And I thought, did he buy you a coffee or did he just get one? It was a free, it was a free coffee, but she'd run out of coffee at him. Ah, so, the so she was going to turn around and go back and she was like, oh, do you want a coffee? He wasn't just trying to shag your seat with coffee. Yeah. He just threw it in my back. Mm. But yeah, I think from that, I was like, yeah, let's secede a little bit of ground mm. and just enjoy that. And then on top of that as well, the actual final outcome of it was me feeling like that guy had a nice journey. 
I didn't do this, and we improved a bit international relations. It's if you're going to sell it at seven quid in an hour, so it's seven twenty six now. Yeah, that was a heartwarming story too. It was a nice way to finish. Um, so before we go, do not forget, please head to iTunes and give us five star rating. Don't Ooh. forget to leave a review, and you could be the lucky recipient of one of these two. Six Minute Diaries, Pink thank you very much to your best self. If you'd like to get hold of one, there would also be a link to that in the show notes below. On top of that, any questions or comments that you have, just fire them at me at Chris Willex on all social media or at Propane Fitness in the comments on YouTube and all of that good stuff. Thank you very much for tuning in and we'll catch you next time. Oh.